Hey, Chismosas. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Igby. And we are the Cheeseman Queens. <laughs> that was almost, almost there. I'll fix it in post. <laughs> Thank you for joining us again this week. We are covering Married at First Sight, Season 13, Episode 8. Um, Igby. It's a big episode. It was a big episode. Yeah, this actually had like content and not just a bunch of filler. Yeah, I cannot wait to dive into it with you. Um, Before we do that, though, you got any cheesement? I have a little tidbit. Poquito? Un poquito. (laughs) Um, So last episode we talked about, or was it last episode we talked about Mika and Michael from season... I believe I I think so okay um well now that that divorce was final it looks like Michael is back to being a groom for the second time it looks like he recently got married again so I guess congratulations to him hopefully he's not lying to his new wife <laughs> do you know anything about the wife no no okay. just some uh, their um wedding photos surfaced online so are they gorgeous no. Okay. Well, it's like cell phone pics. <laughs> oh, okay. That's but, right. Yeah. So that means he didn't release them and someone got paid for it, maybe? Maybe. Hmm? I don't know who would a pay for that. A friend is not a friend. <laughs> Sarcasm. <laughs> I don't Here's even... $10. <laughs> I don't even know if it was on. I don't know where. I think probably somebody plucked him from Facebook or something. Oh, or maybe like Instagram. Hmm. Upon the Reddit. Oh. Well, congrats to them. In other news, Clara and Ryan are officially divorced. Mm-hmm. So as of this week, they are no longer. I know people were getting on Clara's ass about like using that, using it as content, like to like she's consistently posting about it on TikTok and stuff. Oh yes, I did see her her TikTok video um, somewhere. I think it was on Facebook or something uh, where she was like counting down. Mm-hmm. Where she she was she was looking cute in each little video, but kind of counting down the days till she was officially divorced. And she's like, official. Right, and people are talking about too the fact that she's trying to put on this. I guess, brave, happy face when really it, he was the one that wanted to get divorced, not her. Mm-hmm. But now she's like, oh, it, I'm cool. I'm happy. I'm so glad I'm single. Da, 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 da. But is are you? <laughs> are you, though? I guess I don't really care. I mean, it's her life. I she's, think she's trying to spin this and to get more followers, more, right? Um, you know, and who cares? Yeah, because I, I know in the beginning she said what she was the, caught off guard. By him, I'm sure, and I'm, sh- and I'm sure she's heartbroken about it. But like, what else is she like? Is she supposed to post her tears and trying to get sympathy? I think she'd probably get more followers being like girl power. Oh well, fuck him, yada yada yada. You know, because there was that. I saw another post. It was a few weeks ago. Was it one of the older couples? I'm not sure. Was it? Do, you, do people don't like that Jamie Otis? Yeah, they're. OG, oh. they're season one. 
okay so some I, I think it was her i don't know it was like a picture of her and her husband and the husband was like crying and they mm-hmm. took a picture is yeah. it was it her yeah because right okay. now they're on it, the rocks yeah okay so they took a picture of her and the husband and they're like we just had a major conversation blah blah blah, blah and look at our tears basically and i was just like why, why would you post that why would you post that why are you like, taking a picture of this yeah if it's such a sincere moment why are you like oh wait a minute let me post this it's so icky yeah and that's why their marriage is probably crumbling because <laughs> they're fueling it for content for social media right i know even um right now something's going on with her nephew and she's like posting pictures like he's in the hospital for something i don't know exactly oh what's gosh. going on i didn't read into the into the stories or the posts and i'm mm-hmm. like okay again like why are you posting this yeah so terrible it's like one time i was at the beach and someone went some guy was like drowning and someone went facebook live yeah that's... and like for the rescue and all that stuff and i'm just like what if he died like he got rescued but you know like you're just putting this family like then what if the family wasn't I, I think the kid was with friends so like the mother was his mother wasn't there you just find out your kid's dead in the ocean like it's just so messed up yeah it's like, uh, like no... i literally know someone Ugh. that happened to they found out that their brother passed away on facebook because somebody posted it <gasps> that is horrible but that's horrible, the horrible. age that we live in everybody as soon guess, as something but... happens you pull out your phone ick 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 people Mm-mm. this this conversation took a, a dark <laughs> turn <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Whoops. Let's get back on track. Do you have something else? Wait, wait. Oh, another side note. I watched Unfiltered. I do not like Jamie Otis as a host. Yeah, I don't know why why she's the host. It's I- like, hi everybody. Hey guys. Welcome it's back. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, settle down, Chica. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, what else you got? What else you got? <laughs> uh, speaking of social media, I read a story about um, one of the cast members. Are they cast members? Is that what we're calling them? Mm, probably. Uh, one of the cast from uh, Married at First Sight Australia, I believe season seven, uh, Haley Vernon. This chick, she's spun her Married at First Sight fame as most of these reality TV people are doing nowadays into a very lucrative OnlyFans. Oh, okay. She made $600,000 Whoa! In last year on OnlyFans. Wow. Is but there nudity? It's hardcore OnlyFans? porn. Okay. And she said okay. she had to do that in order to keep the subscriptions up. Yeah, okay. But it's no like, hate. damn. So it used to be the old school way used to be to start a YouTube channel and monetize that. But now mm-hmm. OnlyFans seems to be the direction mm-hmm. that people are going. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Did she go from, because I know some people on their OnlyFans, they do provocative mm-hmm. pics, but they're like, I don't, I'm not showing this. I'm not showing that. I'm not doing this. Did she start like that? And just was like, this isn't working. I'm going to go, go all in. <laughs> from what I've seen? No. It like was she was always, just all in. Yeah. All right. And it's paid off. Good for her. Yeah. I mean, if you can parlay that into something else, go for it. Well, she don't need to. I mean, she can just take that 600000 and invest it and she's set for life. <laughs> Hopefully she's spending it well. 
I hope so. She's also being investigated by the police. <laughs> oh no, why? <laughs> they she posted uh, an Instagram video where she was in a car with no seatbelt and like hanging out the top of a convertible. And now that's become a video of interest by the Queensland uh. police. It's like a $500 fine or something like that. And then you get some strikes mm. against your license. So, well, yeah, don't post everything now. on the internet, you idiots. Yeah. If you're doing something illegal, don't put it on the internet. <laughs> Just a tip. If you learn nothing else from this episode. <laughs> don't put your illegal activity on the internet. <laughs> they can get your IP address. I, I saw a truck drive by the other day and it said 210 cartel and i was like is he in the cartel <laughs> should you be putting this on there but then my husband said no it might be a car club i was like mm, true yeah or not the world may never know i guess all right cool uh, let's see oh season 10 alum jessica jessica and austin i know we announced earlier um that she was pregnant mm -hmm. but she's a identical twin and her twin is pregnant too they're only four weeks apart oh that's sweet she posted a picture of both are of them. they pregnant with twins not that i know of oh that would be even weirder <laughs> that would be a lot <laughs> that's the odds are yeah well, I've seen stories where the twins marry other twins and then have twins. That's weird. It is a little strange. But that I've happened that. on Extreme Sisters. I was like, what is it called? Yeah, where a set of twins was married to a set of twins and they both had babies. But they both like breastfed the baby. Like they both were. Oh, no. The, they were they're like one family unit. They live like mm -hmm. in one big house all together mm -hmm. and they're raising the kids as brother mm -hmm. and sister or brother and brother whatever no 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 <laughs> that's too far that's too oh it's extreme yeah, yeah. extreme sisters <laughs> that's a pass and i don't like... watch those i don't like those shows i know you like them i don't that's a pass i won't me. say that i like them but it's interesting yeah. <laughs> you watch them because <laughs> it's so bizarre that i'm just like this can't be real <laughs> but it is apparently somewhat mm -mm. but yeah so I thought that was cute it looks like she's due in November so we'll see a little baby coming soon oh and that's about it yeah I mean I had the same thing about the Ubre's. Uh the only other cheese man I the had anymore. yeah she's still an Ubre. she didn't change her name and she doesn't plan on to that's so crazy because her whole thing was she didn't want a weird last name. Well, you don't remember she was like, it. "Why isn't your last name Smith?" Or mm -hmm. why? No, I remember. I don't think it's that hard to change your name back. I mean, it's not. I mean, if you think it's hard to change it, I don't know. If you just go to the office, you fill out one form. It's not a big deal. Mm. I don't know. I wouldn't know. Well, just saying. Anyway, uh, other than that, I just have that Chris from season 12 is back on social media. He was actually kind of live on Instagram going after like, like watching um, 
the episode for season 13 and criticizing everybody yeah and, i actually watched mm-hmm. a, a minute of his live oh did you yeah he was like talking about the whole shower situation and he was mm-hmm. like inviting people into the stream to give their opinion and blah blah blah, blah. like this is stupid yeah i didn't care for any of his comments um you know and I know I made a post about Bao being stinky or whatever, but like we really don't because because Johnny is so dismissive, I think she hasn't del- dived into her her depression. I think she has some depression because otherwise, I don't know. Like I, I it it seems like she you know, the whole shower thing, right? I I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Like when people are so depressed, they don't do things yeah you know what i mean they don't shower they don't go out they don't do this they don't do that she's already introverted as it is Mm -hmm. so i do think she maybe has a a touch of depression in my opinion right well i mean or she's just lazy (laughs) that because that's the alternative right but she doesn't seem Uh, yeah you know considering like her job and all that kind of stuff like you don't have room to be lazy to (laughs) exactly exactly she didn't get where she is as a lazy person so I think a lot of people are jumping the gun on on that. So, but she's just too embarrassed to to talk about it with her spouse and on national TV, which right. I don't blame her. Right. She just so. is a little sad. Yeah. According to her. That's just what we're observing. All right. Shall we jump in? Let's Let's do it. All right, season 13, episode 8, Igby. Do you have a title? Family, friends, and feelings. Oh, my. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> yeah, this is not... It's, I know it's a Wizard of Oz reference, but... Hmm. <laughs> yeah, this one they just pulled out of thin air. I guess so. <laughs> All right. let's. Yeah, since we're talking about Bao and Johnny, let's start with Bao and Johnny. What do you got? All right. So we open with them um bow is going to meet her friend for a drink oh i also <laughs> liked like we talked about last episode uh we got to see all of the amenities that the latitude med center <laughs> had to offer this episode since they filmed in like every <laughs> every area they could within this uh apartment really building nice. <laughs> well it should be for five thousand dollars a month i know right so she's going to meet her friend at the bar, you know, on the ninth floor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, you know, we find out that this friend also knows Johnny. Uh, Bao says that it's crazy every day that she wakes up and it's next to Johnny. And she thinks, wow, I'm married to Johnny Lamb. <laughs> like, that's bizarre. <laughs> so her friend thinks that once she realized that Johnny was the groom, she was going to have a moment of, you know, this isn't what I signed up for. I was supposed to be getting married to a stranger, but I know him. And Bao admits that she did have a, some, a moment of doubt and all the ideas that, you know, she had of him were coming up in her head. You know, she was thinking Johnny, the party boy, Johnny, the frat guy, Johnny, the bro, a lot of negative kind of thoughts. But as she, mm, those are all accurate, though. <laughs> right. As yeah, as we see. Um, but as she 
continues to walk down the aisle. She gains a little bit of clarity and it starts to make sense that she can see the complementary pieces where, you know, they, since they're opposites, um, you know, going back to this opposites track thing, which I don't understand, (laughs) (laughs) but she says then on their honeymoon through their disagreement, she finds him to be dismissive that he doesn't necessarily take things seriously. Her friend says it's going to be some pressure um, because after being single for, you know, Johnny's been single for seven, eight years. Mm-hmm. You've spent so much time having not to consider anybody else that, you know, it's going to be an adjustment. It's going to take some time to try. And not so, be selfish. Right. So even yeah. if he does want to try and does want to be in this marriage, it might take him some adjustment time. Bao says there's a disconnect between what he says and what he demonstrates and we've seen it uh she talks about how he you know left the apartment after saying he's you know in it and wants to try but Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go sleep at my house tonight and it's like okay (laughs) you're saying and doing two different things but she also says she can see that he she can see him deflate and him kind of shut down and you know, her friend still is kind of reassuring her that, you know, maybe he just needs more time to, you know, adjust to their whole situation. Uh, Bao is still optimistic. She says she's still in it. And if anyone was going to run and duck, it would be him, which is what we've like, seen. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, uh, it's hard to be hopeful when <laughs> this is what this, you're getting. Yeah. This friend seems totally team Johnny, (laughs) which is interesting since it's her friend. Right. (laughs) And I don't know. I don't know. I wonder how well he knows Johnny. Yeah. I I don't know. Um, Also, I think just from my experience, what I, what I go by when a guy is interested, they're interested and it will just like, they're going to call you, right? If if they're interested, they're going to call you. They're going to make the date. They're going to follow up. They're going to do what they say they're going to do. And he's just not doing any of those things. I think he's so checked out that he's just saying one thing and doing another. And he's going to do that for the next, how many weeks more? Six. Eight? Six. Yeah. So I, I already think he's made up his mind that it's not going to work because he's already... I don't know. He's already gone. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. But anyway, let's go on. Um, so after this, that's when they have the group outing between Ooh, the Let's talk about this. The ladies and the fellows. Yes. This was great. Great stuff. <laughs> Johnny compares his marriage to war and that these guys are the guys in the trenches with him. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> Maybe that's a giving you, I don't know, that's a red flag in and of itself. <laughs> Your marriage should not be a war. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is also like the most we've seen Ryan open up and like seems like he's really excited and human. At least human. Yeah. He has blood in his veins. <laughs> 
they're talking about their housewarming and then he's he's like super excited that he's got boudin coming a charcuterie board yeah. grilled daiquiris um he's even like kind of playing host like gil saying oh how's everybody's marriages going and trying to be the conversation starter why were they have why did they have empty cups did they yeah they had like solo cups but they were empty <laughs> How do you know they're empty? Because the way they were holding, like when they, you know how you set a cup on the table? Uh-huh. You can tell, like there's not, like there was no weight hmm. to it. It looked like it was just going to fall over. Are you sure they just didn't drink what they have? Needed a refill? No, they seemed empty. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. So after this, so yeah, Ryan's asking about the marriages. And of course, Jose is saying the marriage is his marriage is hot right and then they do that kind of the montage, montage of, <laughs> yeah of like him and rachel kissing i'm kind of over it i don't know why <laughs> they okay. keep trying to do it it's gonna blow up anyway eventually <laughs> and um yeah and, and they're telling zach that he missed it because if she was here they'd be all over each other they would have um, kissed 10 times already mm-hmm. and he would have fed her. her yeah <laughs> Which she doesn't like. But he does it anyway. Because who cares what <laughs> she likes? I know, right? Oh my gosh. We'll get there. Um, yeah, so they're kind of going round circle. And uh, Ryan starts saying... They ask him Ryan about Brett. And he says she's cool as hell. That he really likes her a lot. Um, they're still kind of getting to know each other. They're friends right now. And hopefully it'll kind of get to that more than friends thing uh eventually uh gil tells the group that he hasn't got a kiss yet and that it doesn't bother him everybody's saying he's lying (laughs) well he compares it to an ingrown hair yeah yeah that's super sexy um and they're like when is when are you gonna get fed up and because it's gonna happen eventually he's like i don't know i have no idea and then we get to zach and Zach tells the guys they've they've had sex already. Like, Michaela's going to get mad, but let me tell y'all. And Gil just loses it. <laughs> He's like, what? How have I not been kissed? And you have already gotten laid. Like, you've only been here two days. <laughs> and, then, and then he says, this was uh, pre-COVID. It's like, what? It's like, we all in the bubble? Did you have hazmat suits on? <laughs> How the hell? Oh, man. Yeah, that's very telling of Zach. He knows his wife's going to get mad about this, but he doesn't care, so he's just going to put it out there anyway. That is telling Zach. And he already did it before when when it happened. He had that ITM. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm -mm -mm -mm. But she knew that was... She probably could know by then because you remember uh, you even brought up when they were in bed and they're like, why are you happy? Why are you laughing? Yeah. You remember? So she already knows it's going to come out. So, But she was very frank about how, wanting to have sex on her wedding night anyway or right away when she was at the bachelorette's party and, and whatnot. But anyway, he's not a gentleman is all I'm saying. So, um, and then we get to Johnny. They ask Johnny how it's going. And Johnny says, 
It's like he's dating a friend. After a very, very long pause. That was a long, awkward pause. And all the guys are just like staring at him on pins and needles. Like, say something, dude. (laughs) Jose asks him, are you attracted to her? And he takes another long pause and makes a ick kind of face. Well, before that, they ask if he, if they friend zoned each other. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Johnny says that she's kind of brought it up that she's making these advances and he's mm-hmm. not really into it. Yeah. And and that's when they're asking about, is he attracted? He's like, physically, she's his type. He's all about her body and, and how she looks is great. Personality wise, not at all. And that's keeps coming up. Like, that's all he ever says. Mm-hmm. But I bet you, if Bao had slept with him on the wedding night or during honeymoon or whatever, he'd be all up her ass. But she didn't, so he's not. But she didn't, but oh well. Um, everybody's just telling him, you know, that he has to try and he has to um, give it his all and not give up. Gil gives his marriage as an example. He's like, if... Someone told me about Mirla, I'd be like, nah, I'm good. And and he knows that she he's not her type either. But he sees why they were matched and he's gonna try his hardest because they're married and it's you know means something to him. Mm-hmm. So he's just, just trying to encourage him and say, you know, you gotta you gotta try, you gotta give it in. And Jose says, you gotta take your time and and grow with your marriage. And Zach says, Yeah, but all that's well and good, but what if it just doesn't work? Which is a valid, valid point. Although coming from Zach, I think Zach has just given up too quickly, but we'll get to that. But Zach's already made it. It seems like he's made up his mind for his marriage. It's just like, yeah, this is not going to work. <laughs> um, and all the guys are like, yeah, that's it. You know, that could be true. But you got to try. And after this little bit, it cuts to Johnny crying in his ITM saying maybe he wasn't ready for marriage. And, you know, he's, Bao is fucked because he's fucked up and and it's just not going to work out, blah, blah, blah. Jose goes and checks on Johnny. And this is the, the real bromance of the season. We ship it. <laughs> And they hug it out, and, and Jose is just trying to comfort him. He says, you know, everything, you know, being filmed all the time, it's overwhelming. Everything's rushed. It's 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 a lot, but that they're in it together. And and then they cut to Johnny. He says maybe his expectations were too high and unrealistic. She's not perfect, and maybe I've already checked out. And that's kind of where we end things with the guys. <laughs> And what is this day? Shaking her head. <laughs> day 13 or 12 Four, or something? Yeah, 13 or 14 or something like that. Uh, they're already done. So ridiculous. I did not believe Johnny's tears. I think he's just trying to gain sympathy because he was trying real hard I don't know to cry. what his <laughs> deal is because he's like, like Bao is saying, he's saying one thing and doing something mm-hmm. else and going back and forth. And it's like, okay, what, what do you want? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. I don't like him. <laughs> he's just like, because things aren't going his way, 
he's just selfish at the end of the day. I think he's just a selfish guy. And I, like the friend said, it's going to get, get, have a hard time thinking of other people, but that's marriage. You think of your spouse all the time and all your decisions and how that impacts them. And I don't think that's something he's, that's innate in his brain at all, at all. (laughs) I will say Mm -hmm. that I don't like Jose too much, but in, parts like this I do like he he has these endearing qualities of trying to take care of people right and you see that with Rachel it's just sometimes he oversteps when it comes to Rachel but it is nice to see that he's an actual friend and has good a good heart I should say I'll give him that fair enough fair enough (laughs) I was gonna say something I forgot I'm Mm. sorry I don't know wasn't Mm. important It'll come back. You want to go over the girls? Let's talk about the ladies. Ladies. So they're they're also in the you know sky lounge, enjoying <laughs> a a nice beverage. Do they have real beverages? Yes, because they have <laughs> actual glasses, oh, and okay. you can see the beverage in them. <laughs> so the girls ask Michaela about Zach. Um, Michaela says, you know, he's good. He's there. There. Wait, huh? you forgot. You forgot the, they were asking about the housewarming. And um, I was like, mine's island theme. Mirla's like, I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> she always has to, she <laughs> always has to say something. <laughs> and oh, yes, I like how she's like, getting hers uh catered of course she's not gonna cook anything or they didn't even like decorate or anything i don't think any of them cooked anything did they not like cook cooked but like she didn't even like like you know how they had like charcuterie boards and stuff they were like putting things together oh yeah yeah she literally just just got it catered in and took the 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 lid off off. (laughs) yeah because yeah they didn't even like decorate or anything Nah, she didn't want to do it so of course she didn't. Of course she didn't. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Michaela. So Michaela's saying that Zach is there. You know, they're getting through it post-COVID. She says that sickness and health part of the vows got tested immediately. <laughs> and they all have a, you know, little laugh about that. Then there's a little voiceover about their fight. She doesn't want to share any of that information because they're still they're still in the fight. So Yeah. She's like, I'm just going to just I don't gloss bl- over that. Yeah, I don't blame her for that. I, that's something I would do. I don't want to put my business out there because they're strangers. At right. the end, they're still not. I'm sure maybe later on they'll get closer. But it, you can tell that these ladies don't really talk too much and they haven't really clicked yet. Yeah. Totally. So. But all the girls agree that it's been a long, tough week and they're all trying to adjust to, you know, their new homes, their new routines, living with another person, all that kind of stuff. Brett says that it feels hotelish and not homey, but it's because they don't really have their things and they're, again, still yeah. adjusting. Um, but she is enjoying her time with Ryan. She thinks he's cool. Mirla says same thing, um, which, Okay. You Rachel actually too. like Gil. Okay. This mm-hmm. is <laughs> yeah. A nice, oh. an actual Go indication. 
then Rachel chimes in and says, you know, there's no weird habits or red flags. And then the camera cuts directly to Bao. <laughs> yeah. Looking like, <laughs> So then Brett tells Mirla that she uh, won $5. And Mirla's like, huh? She's like, oh, yeah, I want a, a bet that you weren't going to kiss at the wedding. <laughs> and uh, yeah, she's like, no, not doing it. Bao and Brett are surprised that still at this point they haven't had a kiss, a peck, nothing. And, you know, I know, doesn't Brett say, like, there's no way at this point I could imagine not having kissed my husband after two weeks? Well, that, and it's just like you're with him all of the time and your your feelings are accelerated and all of that stuff. And I guess not for Mirla. Right. I think even later on... um, Willie's is that Willie's wife that comes with no that's just a friend just a friend okay well she even she was like you know this is not for four dates like what we were saying like you're with them all the time so you would think this process is going to be sped up a little bit but nope not for Miss Mirla she's gonna wait till (laughs) seven and a half weeks on (laughs) (laughs) on decision day it's like oh I want a divorce okay let me kiss you real quick ridiculous but brett asks um of course the topic of sex comes up she's like so has anybody consummated their marriage uh both her and bow give a thumbs down michaela also gives a thumbs down but says that's not public information so she lies to them (laughs) here's the thing michaela seems when she's hiding her feelings and avoiding things it sounds like so fake yeah right yeah she ha- she even has a different voice like register mm-hmm. right like it's very light and oh how are y'all doing and da, da, da. it seems completely fake to how we saw her mm-hmm. on episode one two and three or you know the whole wedding kind of part right where it's just very strong and funny and confident and, and all that and all of a sudden she is fake fake She's fake like yeah She's drinking mm-hmm. herself down yeah interesting but yeah, yeah, I thought she sounded super fake, like, okay. Especially when she told them all that, oh, no, she didn't tell them all that she would have sex with her husband. She was telling her friends at the bachelorette party. Mm-hmm. But she was so confident in it. Like, why would, she... like, it's your husband. Who cares if you had sex? Yeah. I don't know. It's not public information, but I just said it on national TV on episode two. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Um Bao is talking about Johnny. She thinks that he fears commitment. Uh, he defaults to a checklist in his head. And as soon as there's a flaw on it, it's on to the next, which we've seen. Mm-hmm. Accurate. And, but she's thinking like, okay, but when does that stop? Like at some point you can't just keep going on and on and on and on forever. Um, he thought that she thinks that he thought signing up for this, you know, married at first sight experience was going to kind of take the work out of it. And they were going to, the experts were going to match him with his perfect match and he wouldn't have to worry about anything else. His checklist would be all checks and he'd be good to go, but that's not realistic. You know, Brett says that once you're matched, your checklist needs to go out of the window. Um, you know, you were matched for a reason and you need to accept that at that point because um, no one's going to be perfect. There's always going to be compromise. So 
you can't think with that kind of mentality and that kind of wraps it up for them yeah it's funny to see the dynamic between the guys versus the dynamic between the girls you know like the guys have clicked automatically yeah they're like buddy and the girls are just being fake pleasant not i wouldn't say fake i think they're just being courteous you know what i mean they're not they're just cordial yeah, it doesn't seem like any one of them is making extra efforts to be friends. Yeah, I can I can see that. And, you know, especially compared to past seasons, um, mm-hmm. we've seen more like, yeah, these are genuine, true friendships. Mm-hmm. But that yeah, survive he... even past the marriages. <laughs> right, right. Like, yeah, we see our our, you know, former cast. They still hang out now. They still mm-hmm go on vacation together and stuff like yeah <laughs> i don't they, foresee any of these ladies no going anywhere together <laughs> yeah i was surprised mirla was even kind of nice i i you know the more i watch mirla the more i like her i'm, I'm not gonna lie like I, it is the edit. edit she seemed very nice and courteous and um honest mm-hmm. you know that's one thing you can say about her she's not She's, she wasn't faking no. in that whole conversation. I think her and Brett and Bao were pretty honest with their feelings. I think Rachel has a, has like a, I don't know, I think and she's in denial about what's going on with her marriage. <laughs> she's giving up a little bit of herself every day. And I don't think she's ready to admit that yet, but we'll yeah. get there. We will get there. Anyway, let's hop back to um, Johnny and Bao after this uh, group outing scene. So after, yeah, they have their group conversation. Um, we cut back to Bao and Johnny in bed. They're going to have what? I don't know why these conversations in bed are a thing. Like, this is the worst <laughs> time to talk about, <laughs> like to have a serious <laughs> conversation. But OK, so Johnny says that he's feeling confused confused he's feeling confused about what's wrong with the relationship and what's wrong with him he knows that she's all in and he's trying to figure it out um he's trying to figure out why he only sees negatives so far she's uh, he says he had a meltdown with the guys when they met and you know he's thinking in his head like what am i even doing like why am i doing this They're trying to face the problems, but he's thinking he went into it with good intentions, but maybe he wasn't or isn't ready to Mm -hmm. be married, which is like, okay. (laughs) Little late. So they have an ITM of Bao. She's saying that she's disappointed to hear that, um, you know, but she thinks he might not be ready either. So it's sad that the worry that you had is now at like an actual reality. Yeah. So it goes back to them in bed. Johnny says he really just doesn't know. Like he's just so conflicted. Bao says that she's, you know, sorry he feels like that. But, you know, now she has so many thoughts going in her head. Um, And Johnny's like, well, let's just sleep on it. What the fuck? <laughs> He's like, let me take an emotional dump on you 
And, then, and let's talk about it tomorrow. <laughs> which is what, what he asshole. did in, in on the honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this I'm not feeling this style of <laughs> communication. Not cool at all. Because you know she was thinking, up, uh, she was up all night thinking about this all night long. Exactly, because yeah. she says like, try to sleep on it. She's like, how do you mm-hmm. go? Like, yeah, how do you go to sleep? You just dropped a bomb on me, and you think I'm just gonna turn and go to bed? And you know what? That's the most uh, cliched advice people give uh, married couples. Like, oh, don't go to sleep Mm -hmm. angry. You're just like, you can't do this to somebody and expect them to be cool about it. It's uh, he's just he has no empathy or sympathy for anybody at all. Just himself. Well, that's who's important. Woe is me. Oh my gosh. Let's talk about it tomorrow. Just don't know. I'm so confused. You know what was really funny though. Um, before they go into bed, he just looks miserable brushing his teeth. <laughs> They're not giggling anymore. I know. It's like his dream situation has now turned into a nightmare of seeing somebody he doesn't want to see in the mirror brushing her teeth as well. Hotness. That's like hilarious. Not for Bao, but. For us as Johnny. viewers. Yeah. <laughs> So the next scene we see of them, they're getting ready for their housewoman party. They have their little matching tropical outfits on, which I thought were cute. They were super cute. And their decorations were really cute. Yep. They have their neon signs and their little leaves on the wall. They got um, Hawaiian barbecue. I saw the bag. (laughs) (laughs) There's an ITM of Johnny saying that it's only been two weeks and he's not ready to call Bao his forever person, quote unquote. Uh, but he wants things to get better. He's struggling because there's no spark. Like normally you start with the spark and then all the other things come, but now mm-hmm. they're kind of working backwards. Which is ridiculous because then why did you spew all that shit at the beach? Where you remember he laid his little picnic where he was trying to woo her and whatever and crying over his feelings of how much he likes her. And now there's no spark. Fuck that guy. <laughs> He's, yeah, he's doing a lot. Ugh. Anyway. So, you know, the friends and the family are starting to come over. Uh, the producer in an ITM asks Bao if she's stressed. And she's just like, I just want to get this over with. <laughs> just <laughs> get it done. I don't care anymore. <laughs> so she's over it already. Mm-hmm. Um, so Bao's homegirl, she gifts Johnny a, rela- a relationship <laughs> book. <laughs> Call uh, the title is "She Comes First: The Thinking Man's Guide to Pleasing a Woman," <laughs> and you know everybody gets a laugh, of course. Oh, I googled the book. It is just a papaya <laughs> on the front, like a regular. I was like, why did they blur it out? But I guess they have to blur it out for like licensing. I was thinking because it looks like a vagina. I thought so too. That's why I googled it. But no, it's just a papaya yeah. and a banana. Oh, oh okay. Because <laughs> there's another and- book. He comes first. Oh, okay. Because he was like, I don't eat papaya. Yeah. Which I took as he doesn't eat out. That's what I thought. And uh, which explains so much to like, he's yeah. again, very, selfish. a very selfish lover. <laughs> yeah. So mm, I don't know how Bao's going to like that either. But she insists that he read it. <laughs> um, she gives her friend, uh, you know, a hug and a thanks. And her friend's like, I was just looking out for you, girl. Mm hmm. <laughs> 
that's a that's a solid friend oh yeah so that's when johnny says he doesn't eat papaya and he thinks it's strange to gift a you know a sex book but okay it's like take the hint bro (laughs) so then they kind of break up the girls and the guys Uh, the ladies are talking about the expectations so far Um, bow says that it feels different it's been very intense for such a short period of time but having the familiar familiarity of marrying somebody that she knows is a little reassuring for her she thinks it would be harder if she were married to like a legit stranger Um, but she says that the other couples are having little petty kind of fights but how does she know this this is what that aggravated me a little bit she's just assuming yeah i mean they're the ones arguing over showers true you know what i'm saying like everybody else is arguing about finances and other kinds of things like where is she getting that everybody else is petty and they have real problems right yeah she says they're having deep conversations and deep disagreements so Val's friend asks if they're 100% in and she says I'm 100% in Johnny is probably like 90% so then they go to the guys on the balcony Um, Val's friend asks Johnny if he had to put a probability percentage on you know how it's been going what would you say Uh, then (laughs) Johnny totally (laughs) deflects the question at first (laughs) <laughs> and it's like, well, you know, it's still early. It's he's going into it like a brand new, fresh relationship, even though they are married. You know, it's still new. Uh, but honestly, he's just, you know, not there yet. So he says, like, hmm, we'll say 65 percent. Big difference from 90. Yeah. So then, um, you know, the friend asks, what's the 35 percent that's missing? And Johnny says that they need to get closer and more intimate. Of course. Of course. But he's disgusted, like, but he's, like, not attracted to her. He's still going to put it in. Well, yeah. Even if he doesn't find her emotionally attractive, if she gave it up, he's going to he's gonna have sex with her. Because in his mind, he'll probably say, this will make us closer. This is going to make everything better. Okay, Chris and Paige. This... Yeah, this won't complicate things at all. (laughs) It never does. (laughs) So that's when Johnny's cousin says that, you know, since Bao is more guarded, it might just take, again, take time for her to open up. So Johnny asks, okay, well then, do you have any advice or any tips, tactics that I could use to try to, you know, get her to open up more? And... Val's friend says that she has a lot of love and that you just need to accept it. You'll get the most out of her as a person if you just, you know, invest all in. But he's only 65% in, so. (laughs) (laughs) They uh, cut back to Val and she says, again, she's all in and he knows that. She's willing to do the work. But they go back to uh, the guys outside. Johnny's cousin points out that Val acknowledged, I guess, in an earlier conversation that she's not at love, but she's but saying that she's all in means that she has a willingness to try, you know, different things to make it work. And Johnny then says he's committed to learning as much about her as he can and figuring out the relationship as they go and, you know, figure out if this can go the distance. 
Like, okay, you're just saying mm. words now. I know. <laughs> he's, he's such a bullshitter. I'm over him. So the next scene we see of them, it's time to talk in bed again. <laughs> like, I can't deal with it. But they're saying congratulations on two weeks. Uh, Johnny said that, you know, he felt good about the day. Um, he enjoyed the engagement part, or not engagement for me, the housewarming party, you know, being around people, hosting, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, Bao says that she's optimistic, but she still felt like she has a cloud over her and was overwhelmed. But, you know, Johnny took some weight off of her and, you know, they work well together, even if their their emotions are, you know, all over the place. Right. They were able to put that aside and, you know, get what needed to be done, done. Uh, she says that it means a lot to her that he's trying. Um, she's reassured that he's, you know, still in it. And he says that as long as they both continue to listen and understand and be patient with each other, they can try to work through it. She says she believes that too. And it's nice to actually hear him say that. Uh, it would be great if they both said yes on decision day. Hopefully they grow together and, you know, are confident in saying yes on decision day. Um, Johnny then goes into this analogy about the ocean and the horizon. <laughs> and, you know, he's kind of saying it's smooth sailing for the first time. And Bao says, but there's always going to be waves. And he's like, why did you mess up my, my beautiful picture? <laughs> and she's like, you know, the waves are beautiful. It's what's going to make us stronger. And then they kind of ended on that. They gave each other a little smoochy smooch. Okay. Good night, hubby. Good night, wifey. Lights out. Okay. <laughs> I know. And it's so, it's so heartbreaking knowing how he feels and him just stringing her along. You know, I don't think, I, again, I think his mind is already made up because he likes what he likes and he doesn't like what he doesn't like. Mm -hmm. And he's not going to change. Why should he change? You know? Yeah. And even like, like they were saying, the, the, like up the peaks and valleys are like crazy. Like even in the preview for next week, like at one moment they're like smiling and happy and. It sounds like they had sex, right? That's, I, yeah, like that's what they're trying to insinuate. Yeah. Yeah. But then there's a, a huge fight. Yeah. Where they're cursing at each other. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, okay, um, what is it? What happened? I need to know. Tidal wave. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Oh, we'll see what happens with them next week, but. Yeah. This is. Not hopeful. Not hopeful at all for their marriage. Even though I don't think I don't think he'll are. I don't think he'll ever get married again after this. I don't know who would marry him. <laughs> There's somebody. Mm. That's what they say. Somebody for everybody. Mm. I believe that to a point. Mm. <laughs> All right. N anything else from this couple? Nope. They're just draining. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They are draining. All right, let's hop to Rosé, Rachel and Jose. So it opens up with Rachel going to the gym super early because she wants to spend the afternoons with her husband. Oh. 
later on they show him going to it looks like like a little garden shop a plant shop or something like that it looks really nice mm -hmm. jose says that you know they're gonna get plants and just like their marriage they're gonna nurture the plants and water them and see them grow oh shut up <laughs> but jose already has plants in mind for their house of course he does because he wants to make salsa <laughs> I just think that's funny. You already know what kind of plants you want. <laughs> He's not controlling. He just plans everything out. Okay, Rachel, whatever. That helps you sleep at night. <laughs> so he wants this salsa garden. Same. I want that. That sounds like a good idea. But then they go and get lettuce. You don't put lettuce in salsa. Real lettuce. <laughs> like, duh, bitch. <laughs> yeah, it's that real lettuce. Funny. Rachel, you know, is showing him different plants throughout the whole thing. And he's just like, nah, I don't like that. Nope. Let's keep looking. Um, and she settles on everything. She just lets him get whatever because she said, well, he's the master in the kitchen. So I'm just going to let him get whatever he wants. Um, she wants to get these plants because it's a good indicator of how they're going to deal with other things they have to look after, like pets and children. Um, he asks if if he's if she's gonna water them, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna set an alarm to water them so I remember," because she has uh, killed a succulent before. Oops. I've done that. I've killed a succulent. I... I've also killed an aloe plant. <laughs> I don't have plants. Period. For this reason, because I don't want to take care of it. The same <laughs> reason I don't have a pet or a child. I'm not looking after it. I barely want to take care of myself. Thanks. Oh, it is a lot. It's a lot. So they, they do have a cute little display of little baby plants that they're going to look after and hang somewhere. I don't think they're going to do well inside. So I hope they have a balcony or something where they can hang that because they're going to die. <laughs> they're going to die inside. There's no sunlight. What are you talking about? They have floor to ceiling windows. Do they? Yes. Oh, they do. Yeah, well... Are you going to hang those by the living room? Maybe. Mm, we'll see. We'll see where they hang them. We're never going to see those plants again. Uh, they're all going to die in a week. <laughs> Next, they jump to the their housewarming party. Their puro fiesta. Puro fiesta. It is fiesta themed. Jose's dad and stepmom come. Stepmom was not weird this time. No, she <laughs> wasn't refreshing um yeah she was keeping it real i liked her and then um rachel's friends come mm -hmm. jose can't wait he cannot wait for his guests to come so he can brag about his marriage can i also say that rachel looks cute and that she is the only one that is dressing like she's on television yes she every, looks great. every time she's on screen she looks cute she looks 100% awesome. So kudos to you because everybody else mm -hmm. has had it. a busted moment. <laughs> yep. uh, but what do you think about that? Do you think um, that's setting up Jose for failure like later on if they do, do the real her? The, yeah, the real her when he gets home and she has you sweatpants know, on, sweatpants, no makeup, hair frizzed out, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't think we'll. I don't think we'll go that far anyway. Um, Jose's <laughs> teeth are super white. Did you notice? No. You're like, mm, put some sunglasses on. They're so bright. 
Um, I wonder if they're veneers. I don't know. Look at them next episode. I don't want to. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'd rather everyone's, not. <laughs> everyone's asking about their honeymoon. They said they had a, an amazing honeymoon. They clicked. Uh, there was no fighting. Uh, I can't remember who asked, either the dad or the stepmom. Did Jose's boxes get checked? Because, man, they know their son. And he's like, absolutely. She's great. Um, and then Rachel's friend, the, the male one, he's like, was there anything, very producer driven, right? Yeah. Was there anything y'all didn't agree on during the honeymoon? And of course. Cue the whiteboard. Yes. <laughs> so tacky. Oh my gosh. Jose brings up the finances, of course. He's like, not to toot my own horn, but I have a house here. My credit score is awesome. I've been saving for this moment. Blah, 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 blah. And what I really didn't like, you know, we all expect that from Jose, mm -hmm. right? I didn't like that he brought up the board. And I didn't like how he used Rachel as an example as bullshit. You know what I mean? He's like, I didn't go party and blow all my money on trips and da da da, -da. Single Rachel. Yeah, single Rachel is YOLO. And uh, I'm not going to be keeping up with the Joneses and and blah, 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 blah. That's all bullshit stuff. And I was like, you just called your wife bullshit. That's like a huge, what her experiences and her memories and all of that is, is essential to her personality is so important to her. And you just dismissed all of it. Yeah. After she's saying, you know, we're going to Europe, we're going to oh, Spain yeah. period. <laughs> and then, yeah, when he's saying all this stuff, she, the way she's looking at him, like, she looks so annoyed. I'd be annoyed if my husband brought up our finances and the damn board. Like, and then where shit are your, on me. <laughs> yeah, where are your manners? Oh my gosh, it was ugh. that was like really really annoying. <laughs> I felt bad for her. I think even the stepmom felt she, bad for her. Yeah, she said he needs to lighten up. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I want to go to Europe. <laughs> I'll right. go with you, Rachel. <laughs> we leave his busted ass at home. Um, that's at the point where uh, he, that at that point, he brings out the whiteboard. And her friend is so impressed. He's like, oh, you got your, everything lined up. You got, it's very impressive. And Rachel's just embarrassed. Rachel also says she loves her life. And she wanted to share it with someone. That's why she wanted to get married. You know, Jose's been planning on getting married all this time. And she just felt like getting married, you know, in the past year or so. She doesn't like his dismissive attitude, especially on things that make her happy. Mm -hmm. uh, that's when they split up and show Jose's stepmom and her friend and Rachel in the bedroom. And Jose's stepmom is like, you cannot relinquish this control because he will take, oh, like, that's what I took from it, right? Yeah. He will take over absolutely everything if mm -hmm. you don't stand your ground. Right. And, you know, that's saying something when your stepmom, your family is like, this is a red flag, girl. Right. You need to hold your own or this is not going to work right. in your favor. You're going to be absolutely miserable. <laughs> And they were there's speculation that we didn't hear anything from Rachel's friend because she's probably talking shit about Jose. So they just cut her conversation out because she didn't say anything the whole time. Yeah, but also 
we didn't see Jose exactly. talk with. Yeah, what was that? Mm. That was very interesting. Gotta love them editors and producers. I know. I need to see that footage. But, I, you know, you called it, I think, a few episodes ago that this was going to be the fight. This is always going to be the fight yep. about finances. They can't. It sounds like they're not compromising. Neither one want to compromise on the bank account thing. He wants one. She wants joint. You know, I, I don't think this is ever going to be re resolved. Nope. Nope. So that's another one bites the dust to me. <laughs> yeah, because that's a that's a, a major. That's a pillar. That's a big pillar in marriage is your finances. And he did, he even said, you know, that's number one reason people get divorced. Mm hmm. And, you know, um, with that being said, like, I can see where her, some of his worry is, too, because, you know, once you're married, you're financially connected. Like, her yep. debt is now going to be his debt. Oh, yeah. And mm, I don't know how much that's going to work for him. You know, even when you... Like I added my husband as someone who can use my Southwest card mm -hmm. and his credit score jumped up mm -hmm. and I was like, you're welcome. You know, as soon as you do that, it's all intermingled. Yep. What's literally what's mine is yours and what's yours is mine. And right. that's it. So I, yeah, I agree. I could see where he's coming from, but also like, this is a marriage. You guys need to discuss this and flesh it out before decision day. Right. Or it is absolutely not going to work. Crazy town. Crazy. But that's all I have on them. Same Z's. All right. Let's move it along. How about Brett and Ryan? Your fave. <laughs> Did you say my favorites? Yeah. I mean, don't like Ryan. He's just a good old boy. <laughs> okay. So we open to them at the beautiful Latitude Gym. <laughs> it's like totally decked out. Ryan says there's a lot of high stress situations going on um, that's always on his mind and that things are as easy as they could be, but nothing's forced. But still, he's the wheels are turning. Yeah. Good thing Fernando's there to have such a great conversation. <laughs> because he is also married and has kids and has a lot of things going on with him, too, so he can relate. Can't okay. wait to talk about it. They talk about nothing. They're working out, bro. <laughs> no time to talk. We got to run on one of these 17 treadmills. I was ready for Fernando's like sage advice about marriage and everything. Just like, how's everything going? Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't, yeah. They tried. <laughs> so then we cut to Brett. Uh, licking her fingers, which is disgusting in COVID times. Ooh. Uh, but she's outside with um, the great value uh, Kendall Jenner friend. <laughs> and they're going to have brunch and mimosas. Uh, knockoff Kendall Jenner has like a big rock. Did you notice her wedding ring? Mm -mm. Mm, it's pretty big. Didn't yeah. even look. But Christine, that's her name. Christine Kendall. Christine. She asks, you know, what's the what was Brett's favorite part of the honeymoon? Brett says spending time with Ryan. Eye roll. <laughs> uh, she then uh, 
Christine Kendall asks if there was any activity that she enjoyed doing. Brett says that she likes the spa. She's a relax on vacation kind of person. I am that kind of person as well. I don't want to do a bunch of nonsense. I don't want to go to tourist areas and all. I don't want to do any of that. I want to do both. I'm the both kind of person. (laughs) No, I'm not about it at all. (laughs) So we cut back to Ryan. He's saying that they're definitely different. The first thing that he noticed about Brett is that she's not a traveler. So they bring up the plane again. Where is the footage lifetime? I need to know what happened on that plane. Was nobody else? Nobody else was on that plane that watches this show and could be like, oh, yeah, I happen to be on that flight. Or even like in general, when someone acts a fool on a flight, you know, people are recording. Even yeah. if they had no idea who they were, they're like, this bitch is crazy. Let me put yes, this I've seen on a lot internet. of anti-masker airplane oh, videos yeah. recently. <laughs> I don't know. That's what, like, how are you still losing your mind after two years, bro? Like, <laughs> it's not changing. <laughs> Neither here nor there. Uh, she, Ryan is saying that she's very high stress, high anxiety, and he's the total opposite. Uh, and then he brings up her and the kayak and the manatee incident (laughs) and then they cut back to brett talking about the same thing with uh christine kendall and she says you know it's not an activity i would have picked but she'd do it again if he wanted her to which i don't know how i feel about that but okay because well i would hope that that means she somewhat enjoyed it if she was you know what i mean like if she absolutely hated it, it's not going to be fun for him. He's he's not going to want her to come along. I don't know. He seemed to have fun laughing at her. Yeah. I don't know. She had to like it a little bit to even say that. I don't know. I guess. But they cut back to Ryan in the gym. He confirms that they have not consummated their marriage, but they are affectionate. They share a bed. They're cozy and comfy. Uh, but nothing crazy has happened just yet then we go back to the girls kendall asks brett if you know she's attracted to ryan and she says he's like an action figure (laughs) again which action figure because i'm not means he's muscly he's not though (laughs) he has muscles there's definition i'm not impressed You were not buying that action figure. <laughs> no, not at all. But she says there's attraction there and it's growing a lot for her. And they cut to Ryan saying basically the same thing. It's growing for him as well. But that she's attractive, but there's still more things to consider. So they kind of leave it at that. I wonder what that means. I don't know. Because like when they were in the the group, setting when Johnny was talking about how he's physically attracted but there's still a piece missing Brett was backing him up on that and even when Gil was saying that you know Mirla they're not him and Mirla aren't each other's type but they're okay he was he said he's in the same boat as well so I don't know Hmm. I don't know what else he's looking for yeah exactly I don't know 
we shall see. They have, at least on screen, haven't had any real conversations. Mm -mm. It sounds like, you know, nothing about money, where they're going to live. Um, I don't know what else is a big conversation. Those are the two yeah. hot button issues, but they are not going very deep, mm -mm. it sounds like. So. so the next scene is their housewarming party. They didn't have a theme, huh? Oh, no. They had, like, the Cajun kind of theme, I guess. Mm. With the boudin and the daiquiris. I like I like boudin. I love boudin. <laughs> Do you, so there's a, a donut shop down the street. They have boudin kolaches. Ooh. They are amazing. Sounds good. I've never heard of that. I had never heard of it either. And uh, my husband brought it. He's like, look what I have. Let's try it. And it was amazing, and I go all the time now. Super healthy. Yeah, right? <laughs> Just stack them carbs right on up. I'll get you one. It'll be good. Thanks. Just what I need. Carbs. <laughs> well, you can't tell me you love boudin and not try a boudin kolache. Yes, I can. Mm-mm. You gotta try it. Anyway. <laughs> Us get derailed. Imagine that. So the friends are coming over. They all, you know, are gathered in the kitchen. Ryan puts Brett on the spot to give a toast. <laughs> He's like, what are you doing? He's like, no, yeah, you said you had a toast. And she's like, no, I didn't. <laughs> He's like, sure you did. Go ahead. Go now. Go. <laughs> so she kind of just says, you know, thank you for coming and, you know, supporting the untraditional but amazing thing in their life. Uh, Brett thinks it's important. That a spouse make an effort to be friends with her friends, not just cordial, but actual friends because her friends are like her family. No. <laughs> I don't want to be friends with my partner's friends and I don't want him being friends with my friends either. <laughs> really? Not like that, like that. Yeah, I think I'm friendly. I have some of my husband's friends numbers, but like his best friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's more of, you know, touching base with them about group outings or something like that, but not, and, and that, and really that's only because they don't have partners. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah. Otherwise I, I wouldn't even bother. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I'm not, yeah. Unless like y'all were all mutual friends or something. I don't yeah, know why. That's... You would be friends different. with your partner's friends. Yeah, I'm not about to go out and go see a movie or something. Right. Yeah, that's just weird. Like, my husband is just friendly towards you. Right. Y'all only contact each other about me. Right. <laughs> you know what and I that's mean? Like, once every five years. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was like, I think really it was only when we went to Vegas. Yeah. To make sure we weren't all loose on, you know, we weren't going to lose each other. Yeah. And then when I was in the hospital and could and was not in the mood to answer any kind of phone calls or anything like right. that. And I think literally those are the only Like emergency. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's anything past that. So, and I think that's normal. I think that's normal too. I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> Maybe it's like. She doesn't want him to be annoyed with her friends. But he is. <laughs> it doesn't seem like that. 
I think he has the same attitudes as, as we have. Like, I'm not going to hang out with your friends just because it's, I don't know. That's what I think. It's just like, you, you don't want to be together all of the time. I think we'd all be very annoyed if we were together all the time. She does. Hmm. I think she feel different. But anyway, let's go. Oh, so they all go to the living room. They're all sitting down. Brian notices that all the girls have have a ring on it you know so they welcome brett into the wives club and ryan says okay since y'all are all vets you know do you have any advice and uh brett's friend says happy wife happy happy life and you know ryan goes on to say oh yeah i've heard that and his friend garrett that's sitting next to him says yeah it's true and <laughs> ryan says well my dad said it and now you're saying it so i guess <laughs> it, like i say if two people say something it's true <laughs> agreed do you think they only because like if they were married why didn't they bring their spouse do you think it's this was the time of only 10 people in a room at a time no parties greater than 10 no usually the housewarmings are pretty small it's only are 10 they? people yeah i would think that there'd be a little more than two friends at a housewarming of all things no it's usually pretty small mm, well okay. i might be lying because usually they have like more family and stuff. Yeah, I would think. Well, example, if if this was a real party, Michaela would invite the three sisters, mm-hmm. the brother-in-law, the mother. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I can't. I really can't remember last season. Do you remember last season what their housewarming looked like? That's what I was trying to think. I was thinking of Virginia invited her two guy friends. Mm-hmm. So it was like this, yeah, where it was only like three or four people. Okay. Okay. I just thought COVID times. Yeah. I, yeah. I think that's what it is. Cause I'm thinking back to pre like the season before that they and, had, and like, I don't, yeah. And I don't know. They had like, past... like legit, like the whole Parties. family. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think it's just COVID times cause it's the two friends. So that's four people, the couple that's six and then the producer cameraman, all that. So it's probably a little under 10 trying to stop the spread. <laughs> it works so well. Brett licking her hands. (laughs) Anyway. So at this point, it turns into game night. I guess that was the theme of their party. I was like, what? What What are they doing? (laughs) It took me by surprise. (laughs) Really? Yeah. We've played games uh, at parties, you and I. People don't like playing with us because we know each other too well. (laughs) So they go into this like questions card game. And Brett asked Ryan if he was her reference, like for a job, what would he say about her? And Ryan says that, well, she called out of work a couple days ago. So when you show up, you absolutely show up. But when you don't, it's probably because you're not sick. <laughs> and that made me, I'm like, are her friends coworkers? Because she made it a point to be like, I did not say I was sick. That is not the excuse I gave in case anybody's listening. <laughs> So I'm like, do they work with her? I think because it's on TV. (laughs) But who's going to know like when this was? I don't know. But nonetheless, uh, Garrett asks her who's the one that got away. And she says, there isn't one that got away because I'm the one that got away. And all her (laughs) girls like gas her up and are like, yeah, it's clean. It's like, okay. (laughs) 
then they go to an ITM of Brett and she says she loves seeing them all interact because, you know, these are the people she wants to be around all the time. And then Brett gives a face like, mm, Ryan. And then is, oh, I'm sorry, Ryan. And is like, yeah, I don't want to be around them all the time. <laughs> and then Brett is kind of like, well, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so then they go to Deborah, Brett's friend. She's asking Ryan what he wants to know more about. He says he doesn't know even where to begin, that they have had so many conversations and talked so much that they talk too much and he doesn't even know <laughs> what topic he'd even want to expound on, which was funny because we said they don't have any deep conversations, but apparently they're just Yandering chatting it up on. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, that's not what we see, but okay. And he says that's not normal behavior for him. Well, because he's an introvert. Right. He's a robot person. Yes. So then they cut to the ladies on the couch. Uh, Ryan's friend, Aaron Beth. Weird name. So Texan. Uh, she says that Ryan is tender with his feelings. And Brett kind of gives a Make face a too. Face? Yeah. And she says, okay. Aaron Beth seems a little drunk. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> yeah. Too many daiquiris? Yeah, yeah. She asked Brett if she's had to hold back on things she's wanted to say. And, you know, Brett says they haven't gotten to the tender place, but she knows it's there. And she asks, or her friend asks, you know, is there anything that you think she needs to do to kind of get that out of him? And Aaron Beth says, just be true and honest and gentle. Try to see each other for, you know, who you are. And if things don't line up with your expectations, just kind of trying to find the bright side of everything. Uh, being fr being friends first is valuable. That's when Brett says, you know, their friendship is the most important thing to her because if you're not friends, then you don't really have anything. So then they cut back to Ryan with Deborah in the kitchen and he's saying that they need to go from that friend friendly kind of relationship to more intimate married kind of relationship they there's something that they just need to get past to get to that next level and hopefully they will uh, brett wants to know more about how ryan feels specifically about her her friends say that where they are as a couple um it's still fresh you know like a, a fun game of chess uh, they're just trying to figure things out if ryan opens up she'll be reassured to be more of herself and, you know, if you water her, she'll grow. Okay. Mm -hmm. So then uh, they cut again back to Ryan and Deborah. They're still talking. He's saying that it's a rush, but they're trying not to rush it. Yeah. You know, they only have these eight weeks, but they don't want to move things too fast. And, you know, that's kind of where they are right now. And that was the end of them for this episode. I think they still have a, a chance. They seem to be both trying really hard to make it happen for themselves. I think maybe they have that same problem Val and Johnny have. There's maybe no spark. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There's no um, instant attraction or lust or anything like that. Everything else is like they're they are literally being friends yeah. and hopeful and hoping it evolves. Yeah. You know. But again, they only have you know a few weeks to. Get this thing moving along, so I don't know. They better get to doing something. 
<laughs> All right, next, Mirla and Gil. These two. I think they have their cute moments. I really liked when Gil surprised her with the fire truck. That was cute. I was like, aw. It was, pulled up on her. And she was like, I know. And then she was like really cute on him, like cuddling him on the, on the window. Like, oh, hey. That was super cute. She had cute. her Mrs. Hat. She sure did. Once everybody know, she taken. <laughs> so they had homework from Pastor Cal where they have to get naked with their finances. Since they ain't getting naked with anything else. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> so you see them kind of listing all their expenses on a on a journal. And they're just naming off things that they have to keep in mind. Rent and insurance and all that kind of things. Then Gil asks, okay, how much do you spend on groceries? And she's like, I don't, I don't know. I don't have a budget for that. And he's like, I spend $150 every three weeks. Okay, what is he eating? The same damn thing every three weeks every day <laughs> that's what like people were saying i guess because he you know we know he has a background in personal training so yeah is he just like yeah just drinking protein shakes all time <laughs> well some people i know don't what i can't see this from a latinx person who they don't really care about food they care about nutrition it's fuel. yeah it's not food it's fuel it's nutrition you know maybe he's like that i don't know i'm not like that i'm not either <laughs> and i have uh, further speculation i saw in their refrigerator they have the uh have sola bread which is keto bread so i still think that mirla eats keto and that stuff it can add up <laughs> it can add up fast oh, if yeah you, yeah if you're doing some kind of specialty diet mm -hmm. yeah and she probably is like buying organic it's, this exactly. organic that you know so that's all very expensive gill again is questioning her luxuries like her eyelash how much do your eyelashes cost irrelevant <laughs> shut him down and uh, and he he's like oh whatever the card approves and she's like my card approves everything but she doesn't carry any debt so this is what you know and then <laughs> this is what i don't get okay well then they show each other their bank accounts and gil is like oh shit you have really good savings gil does not have a savings do you agree with that he has a 401k. You can't touch that. Right. You can't touch that unless there's an emergency. Right. And you have to get their approval of what the emergency is, right? Mm -hmm. Whoever your 401k people is. Mm -hmm. Can't access it. Doesn't count. Not your savings account. Right. That's retirement. Yes. Then he has this account in Colombia. I think it's just money he's sending mom, which is 100% okay. I'm not mad at that, but that means he has no savings. He can't touch anything here. Right. So this man who has no savings has the audacity to question this woman who has all the savings and takes care of herself and has established her own about her eyelashes and how much she spends on groceries. Cause son, she's doing a lot better than you. <laughs> their speculation hmm. she's got a nice pretty penny in the bank upwards of five hundred thousand. dang where's where is that number coming from i don't that's the internet told me <laughs> <laughs> that's what she had i don't know the internet works at wells fargo or what 
But that's what they said. <laughs> that is a lot. So he has, I don't know, after after this episode, you know, I think it's just so trashy and so tacky of Gil to be throwing her lifestyle in her face when she can, cl- she's clearly taking care of her finances. Mm-hmm. He has no room to criticize the things she wants to do because she can do them financially. Right. She can right. do them and take care of if they have a family. It sounds like they'll have enough. So, yeah. (laughs) There's my soapbox. Gil needs to shut up. (laughs) So Gil says, you know, they are on two different tax brackets, but that's not a red flag. I was like, why would that be a red flag if they're on two different tax brackets? For him? For her? I don't know. I thought that was interesting. Well, some people aren't, you know, necessarily comfortable with having that kind of dynamic. I guess so. So the red flag is that their the insecurity i guess is that the yeah. like okay but he says he's not insecure his behavior after this would say that he's insecure to me he has the savings in colombia he doesn't you know and i i wrote here why doesn't he just say he sends money to his mother that's fine because that's a real thing it is and she probably would a hundred percent understand you know We've said before, she's her mom is very important to her. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sure she's probably kicking a couple bucks back to mom, too. Because I think mm-hmm. her mom's in Mexico, I think. Oh, really? Don't hold me to that, but I think so. Yeah, she even said, like, all the kids sent mm-hmm. her money to take care of her because she busted her ass to get them where they are now. So, right. So she would 100% understand that. Um, she says his retirement is lacking. The fact that he has no savings means that they can't buy a house right now and they need to start from scratch. And she seems really disappointed that they have to wait to get a home. And I'm thinking, too, um, like we were saying before, Gil has just recently become a firefighter in the last couple of years. So Mm -hmm. I'm thinking before that, if he was doing, you know, personal training and things like that, I doubt he was investing in a 401k or anything like that. Yeah. But now that he has like a like not actual job, job, but you know what I mean? Yeah, something that's fixed. Right. It's a fixed uh, income, whereas uh, personal training, you can lose a client, you can gain a client, you know, exactly. it's up and down. Um, yeah, I can see that. I can see that, too. Um, next scene, we go to, um, this is after the group outing, right? Mm-hmm. So Gil comes in and Mirla is watching the dog, giving updates on on the dog, trying to get into the bedroom. She's telling, nope, get out. <laughs> Honey, I'm home. I know. <laughs> Gil cannot wait to spill the tea. He was ready. He is a gossip queen. Yes. (laughs) Ready with the cheese And Mirla is literally eating the popcorn. Ready. (laughs) I thought that was so funny. (laughs) So Gil starts telling her about how Johnny is having some serious uh, problems with bow. Um, in the ITM, Gil says that he likes Bao, but we don't really know how Bao is with Johnny when they're alone. Um, I think you mentioned on Unfiltered that mm-hmm. that Johnny says the same thing, that she's a different person right. um, when the cameras aren't on. So after he spills the tea, that's not really all he says. That's not really good tea because Bao kind of said the same thing, that Johnny's a mess. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Well, after that, Gil FaceTimes his mom so Mirla can meet her. 
um, he, they, they had played, she, the mom couldn't come to the wedding, but they had played the really sweet recording for Gil at the wedding, um, where his mom is just giving her blessing and excited for him. And that was really sweet. The meeting goes well. The FaceTime goes well. She says that Mirla's pretty and, uh, Gil says that she's bougie. <laughs> and, uh, the mom is just seems really ecstatic that her son has gotten married and, um, she does, you know, you know, they kind of jab at each other and joke about her lifestyle and whatnot. And the mom's like, we well, you know it as long as y'all have good communication and there's love there and respect, everything will go okay. And Mirla says, well, he's handsome. And later on, Gil's like, yeah, to hear her say that I'm handsome is very reassuring since he's not getting kissed. Right. And like, this is the real them. This isn't the edit. Yes. This is how they actually are, yeah. not how producers want us to think Mirla is. Yeah, and I think, you know, she is a little extra. She is extra. Define extra. <laughs> Too much. You know, we get the the clip that they had led with with this episode after that. But it, it does seem that Gil's into her. She's into him. They're just on two different paths, right? Of of what they're comfortable with the their intimacy, right? She's mm-hmm. she's slow and steady, and he's just like he wants it now. He'll take it anytime <laughs> he can get it. He is ready, um, but she's just not ready yet, and he's just gonna either well, he's accepted it. He's she's trying his best. Yeah. Next scene, we get to um, the housewarming. Mirla says she's an introvert. She does not want to do parties. She, when she gets invited to these, these things, she just sends a gift. The friends come in. We got Willie and and uh, the other friend. I thought they were married. I guess they're not married. Mm-mm. No. And then um, Mirla has her two friends. They ask how it's going. She says there's no fights. He's really patient. Uh, and Gil, Gil's female friend, I forget her name, um, says that, you know, she didn't think that it was going to be bad, that they both have, they're both the same. They have really... Uh, good temperament and seem pretty easygoing and and whatnot. And Gil, at the first chance he can get, brings up her closet and about how much stuff she has and you know. And he exaggerates. They show the hanger. There's only three pairs of jeans on that hanger, and he's there's like, he has ten. Pairs. There's nine, ten pairs, and she has like nine of those hangers. And you know, he's exaggerating and. Mirla jokes, oh, this is our first argument. <laughs> Why were they having brunch at night? I don't know. Breakfast for dinner? It's weird. I love breakfast for dinner. Hmm. But if you were having a housewarming party, would you serve brunch food at night? Yeah, like waffles and stuff. I think that'd be fun. You're a weird person. <laughs> anyway. I am. <laughs> anyway, in the ITM after this, Mirla's like, you know, my husband loves to joke about my standards and, you know, she's, she's like, it is, a, it is funny, I guess, you know, but it doesn't sound like she thinks it's funny. <laughs> she's over it. I think because he just, yeah. it's like beating a dead horse. He brings right. it up all the time. He's like, get over it. And this is where I, I was saying earlier, that this is his insecurity. He knows she makes way more money mm-hmm. and he is traditional. Right. You know, he's Latinx, you know, so he probably does feel a little demasculated, emasculated, not demasculated, emasculated about uh, how much he's making and how drastic the difference is. 
Um, she goes on and says that, the, you know, things are going well. The, their marriage has felt natural and normal and easy. And, and Gil says the same thing. It's been surprisingly smooth. He knows enough to trust her. And, and that really, that's like the, the foundation of it is the trust. They cut to Willie in an ITM and Willie says he hopes that she doesn't take advantage of Gil because he's such a nice guy and he brings everything to the table and, and whatnot. Gil then brings up their homework from Pastor Cal and is still complaining about her lifestyle and that she's not going to compromise. And even Gil's friends are like, oh, never. And uh, is like a, a, a bad word. It sounds like you're never going to compromise on, on this. And, da, da, da. and they cut to Marilyn. She's like, nope, not going to happen. Not compromising on her lifestyle. Nope. Will, Willie asks about the kissing. Uh, they still haven't kissed. They have chemistry. Um, and Gil brings up that he's told her already. If he doesn't get a kiss before decision day, he's asking for a divorce. Uh, they start questioning Mirla about, and uh, you know, all of this is very, like she must feel ganged up on, which for an introvert is uncomfortable. It'd be uncomfortable for anybody, I would think, mm-hmm. but especially an introvert. But she handles herself very well. Uh, the, the, uh, the friend asks if this is like a normal pace for her and, and she's like, yeah, this is what I usually do. And they point out that this is not a, or I think Gil points it out. Like this is not like an everyday relationship. He's a signature dish. That's right. He's not no cookie cutter. (laughs) And it doesn't matter. She doesn't, she's not compromising on any of this stuff. She's going to do what makes her feel comfortable and he should be happy with that. She thinks. She went through this because she wants to be with someone who values with her values and they have a deep connection and everybody's like, yeah, that makes sense. So this is where they split up. Gil goes and talks with, is his name Dion? I think it is. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. So Gil starts asking, Gil is so freaking thirsty. He's asking Dion about the kissing and he says he can't speak to that. He's never seen her in 18 years give anybody any kind of public display of affection eight to ten years eight to ten oh i thought you said mm-hmm. 18 Mm-mm. i was like that's a long time well so was eight to ten years yeah um she moves at a slow pace um and he's like but why would she engage with someone she doesn't think it will last so that would probably give gil some pause on that cut over and mirla is with willie Willie again brings up the expenses. He's like, you spend more, you know, he's probably uncomfortable with that. And Mirlo's like, you know, I'm money driven. He's not money driven at all. So everything I'm doing is because I'm motivated by money and getting where I need to be. She brings up the savings. She also brings up that she is not going to live in an apartment like where he lives in now. And that's a deal breaker. That was a little rude. She didn't have to say it like that. Yeah. I wonder his 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 apartment looked nice on the inside. I don't know where it was at. That's probably more what it is where it's at. Yeah. Not necessarily how it looked. Yeah. But that's where it ends. Her deal breaker. Yep. I'm Team Mirla on this. Officially. I mean, I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. Gil gets on my nerves bringing up this stuff. Over and over and over again. 
Yeah, but like you said, it's it's an indicator of how much it actually bothers him. Mm-hmm. No matter how much he's saying, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like the kisses. That mm-hmm. really bothers him. <laughs> mm-hmm. The money really bothers him and the effect, lack of affection bothers him. Again, two big, yeah. big, big issues. <laughs> Those are. They really are. But yeah, that's all I have on them. All right, shall we move on to our final couple? This is a big one. Zach and Michaela. There's a lot going on here. There's a lot going on, period, and they're making it even worse. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So we open to Zach meeting with his cute friend, Jerron. If anybody knows Jerron's Instagram, tell him I said, what's up? (laughs) So they're at the apartment and, um, you know, Jerron asks, how's married life going? And Zach says, it's been unique. There's a lot of ups and downs. And... Zach sees some potential red red flags, especially in the way that Michaela handles things. And that makes him nervous. So he goes into telling Jerron this, you know, what's been going on. He explains it on the first night. It was hectic. And they show a clip of, it was her dog that was like pissing on the carpet, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Nova. (laughs) Yes. And so that's why he took his dog to the doggy daycare, since I guess there was some friction with the dogs. Sometimes I've seen dogs, um, at least I've seen my dog do this. We went to a friend's house, their dog peed on their carpet, and then my dog went and peed on the exact same spot where their dog peed. I was like, is this a thing? Stop doing that. You never pee in the house. So weird. bonding. I guess. Is that a thing? I don't know. Anyway. I don't know. I'm not Caesar Milan. Ugh, why not? Because I'm not. <laughs> anyway, Bella had to go to daycare. <laughs> yes. So he again says that he gave, or Michaela gave him clear instructions not to wake her up. Period. And then he says that, you know, she wakes up. He didn't realize she'd be, you know, mad that he didn't let her know that he was leaving and she moved out. And Zach says she didn't stay at the apartment after the um, session with uh, Pastor Cal, but they ended up talking to each other on the phone and, you know, kind of reconciled everything that had been going on. And then he said maybe an hour after that, she decided she wasn't going to do the housewarming party, which I want to hear this voicemail or text message Mm -hmm. because even later the friends, when he brings up, you know, her saying she didn't want to do the housewarming, they were like, yeah, we got that message too. So I'm like, what did she say? And also the way he's, you know, triggered by this, like Mm -hmm. what the hell did she say? I know he's like scared. Yeah. He's like legit scared of her. Because he knows she's going to blow up. Yeah. And who knows what else he's been through, but we'll get into it. Yeah. So he's already, you know, saying he might not be able to do this because that's not how he handles things. Uh, Jerron says that there's going to always be conflict and that, you know, Zach has this fairy tale expectation in his head, but in reality... You have to be patient and realistic. And, you know, Zach is starting to realize that the 
Mm-hmm. Rose-colored glasses are coming off. Um, he says he's nervous because if this becomes a pattern, it's only going to get worse. And if this is what happened because of a small, simple mis- misunderstanding, like what's going to happen when it's a real mm-hmm. legit argument? He says he's had exes before um, that have been confrontational, which is why you know relationships didn't work out with those people. He doesn't like to make uh, like the make a scene, big dramatic, you know, fussing and fighting kind of style. Uh, he wants to get away from that. And Jaron asks if he thinks that Michaela can, you know, do that, control herself and not do that. And he, Zach says he hopes so, but he doesn't know really how to feel right now. He's not going to want to fight like that. And, you know, if it's going to continue, if it ends up that way, he's not with it. So, yeah. (laughs) So the next scene we go to is... The housewarming party, after all. <laughs> um, so Michaela's fr- friends come over and they're bearing gifts. Uh, she explains that she had a change of heart after sleeping on it. So they're going to have the housewarming party after all, despite being in a fight still. She said, you know, once her girls came over, that was all she needed. That lifted her spirits. And, you know, she's ready to kind of get through it. So they're putting together their little charcuterie board. Shout out to H-E-B. I know those meal simple uh, containers when I see them. (laughs) Uh, So she says it's been an interesting two weeks of marriage. They've been through a lot and she doesn't know, she didn't know it would be this intense, which we, you know, kind of heard all the couples saying like, this is a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh, She says she knows she's strong, but the shit is hard. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, you know, her friends are like, yeah, you are a strong person. But, and, you know, if anybody could get through this, it'd be you. Yeah. Which I think is interesting because strong would not be the word I would use to describe her. She says they're working to learn each other, um, about each other, how their communication styles are. And are they? <laughs> <laughs> she says arguments are bound to happen. And her friends ask if um, she's the neat one. And Michaela says that Zach is clean, which is good. But he crushes the toothpaste. (laughs) And I'm like, when have y'all even been together for you to know that? Yeah. Because I don't feel like they've stayed together at all. Just the wedding night. The night of the taking off to the honeymoon. Right. But other than that, they Mm -hmm. haven't slept together in the same place. But... Uh, then her friends are asking if he's teachable. She says yes, but she's not even trying to teach him. He's good. And her friend is proud of her for accepting him as he is. Like, <laughs> that's what you're supposed to do. You shouldn't be trying to change people. Yeah. Good luck with that if that's your Exactly. <laughs> Especially a man. Right. <laughs> They're kind of talking like, okay, well, since we're mentioning Zach, where is he? He got the memo late. <laughs> Yeah, because it's because like when they're setting up, it's daytime. But when they, him and Jaron show up, it's night. Uh-huh. So I don't know how long they were <laughs> there. Yeah, it seemed like crew knew this wasn't going to happen. So they're like, okay, ask one of your friends to come over so that we can shoot something. Yeah, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, this is actually going. So bring him over here. 
Then they have um, Zach entering with Jaron. Everybody's saying hello and hugging and all that, giving their intros and pleasantries. Uh, Zach tells Michaela that she looks nice and thanks her for putting the party together, which... Very polite. Whatever. <laughs> you cancel it, so you put it together. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone uh, is grabbing a drink to uh, do a toast not a cheers i hate when people say that it's called a toast not a cheers <laughs> so michaela's friend says that she can't believe that you know they're married and sex says he can't believe it either <laughs> it hasn't really hit him fully and they have um an itm that michaela can get over things quickly but she doesn't understand what she doesn't understand is that the unnecessary behavior with this you know rushing out is a red flag mm -hmm. and he's already dealt with that in the past and at this point he doesn't know if there's can be a resolve because if she's gonna act like that he's not into it someone has done something to this guy it sounds like a few people <laughs> yeah he's already out <laughs> like tapping out he's done like, oh no i can't afford another set of tires <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah exactly it's better to just leave. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this is when they break up. Well, they break off, let me say. Uh, <laughs> so Zach is going to talk with uh, her two friends in the bedroom. So they, again, have another toast. What is Zach drinking? They all had like wine and then he had like some Kool-Aid looking hot pink drink i didn't even notice i'm like yeah you're 27. <laughs> so they ask him you know how it's going as zach says it's been an adjustment for both of them both good and bad you know she said he says that her canceling the party took him over the top he's not used to outbursts like that and especially out of the blue because he at this point doesn't know what caused her to cancel the party because he thought they were all good after they talked on the phone mm -hmm. and then an hour later she's like blowing up and again this is like i said before you know i need i want to know what was in that voicemail because <laughs> everybody's sounding like she was pretty hot in whatever message she sent to everybody so he asks if this is typical um is this you know a usual thing for her because it's not seeming like it well it's it's not something that he's going to be able to deal with and he wants to make it work, but can't if this kind of behavior continues. So her friend Courtney says it's not. Um, once she's comfortable, there should be, you know, no worries. She should be good. Uh, she's the most level-headed and sane person she knows. Are we talking about the same Michaela? <laughs> Cause <laughs> I'm not getting that. Uh, but Courtney says it's just that she's, you know, a little maybe a little uncomfortable out of her you know out of her zone so she might need to just she might act out for now yeah until you know she gains some trust and feels a little bit more comfortable but she does need to communicate better with him and especially in the moment um, so then they cut to Michaela outside with Jaron and you know he's again asking her how it's been I thought you were gonna say hey Jaron <laughs> Oh, hey, John. <laughs> he is cute, though. Anyway, 
Michaela says they're both strong-willed, strong-minded people. And now that they're married, she has to consider other people's feelings, especially Zach's. He's so amazing and beautiful, both inside and out. And she can't do these things uh, that are vindictive and, you know, think that it's okay because that could lead to the end of this marriage. Yeah. She came into the situation because she wanted to be married and, you know, put in the work, but it's hard and it's hard for both of them. They both need to learn what is and isn't okay. So Jerron asks her about communication and she says it could be better. She says that she bites her tongue and then acts out and reacts dramatically. (laughs) She's passive aggressive. Mm -hmm. So Jerron says that Zach has kind of been like in serial toxic relationships and his partners have been poor communicators, been immature. And that's why communication is a key for him and is very important. So it's okay to feel your feelings, but you need to talk to him and you need to do it differently. You need to become respectful, you know, explain why you feel the way you do, but you know, you need to chill out a little bit. So they cut back to um, Courtney and she says, Michaela needs to know, well, Michaela knows what she needs to do to be better, but they need to also have, you know, a conversation about what's gone on. Yeah, I feel like Michaela has worked things out in her head, Mm -hmm. recognizes what she's done wrong, but has not communicated that whole conversation with herself to Zach. No. (laughs) They're saying that they need to, you know, have this conversation because it'll translate into other aspects of their life, like parenting, for example. He's not even thinking of kids right now. He's like, how can I get away from this woman as soon as possible? Right. But the, you know, the friends say that they're rooting for them. Zach says he feels a little bit better, but it's going to take time. He wonders if they're going to be able to make big decisions in a good manner. And you know, Zach says he, he doesn't know. And Courtney says he also doesn't know Michaela either. So that's where they leave it. Mm-hmm. The next scene we see them in is they're, um, you know, cleaning up after their guests have left. And Zach says he liked her friends. They gave him a good takeaway on how she is and how she handles things. And he asks her what she learned from Jerron. She says that Zach is genuine, but she didn't understand how caring and how present he is. And she took advantage of that. And he asked how. She says that she says that uh, she's never been in a relationship with a partner that's equally invested as you know as much as she is so her behavior is to harm and to overreact and so zach then is saying you know well how do you think that makes me feel yeah and she says you know hurt abandoned you know that she's not serious about the situation and she's not being there for him but that's not true that's not how she really feels zach voices that he has seen these red flag concerns mm-hmm It's bigger than just communication. It's conflict revolution. And he's not sure that it can change. He, even in that moment, says he's, you know, scared to express himself and how he feels because she might blow up and get mad. And so she asks him, you know, no, seriously, like, how do you honestly feel right now? And he says, not good. 
He's like, I can't even, to the point he can't even eat. His anxiety is so high <laughs> that he literally feels horrible. He said he's more anxious now than he was on their wedding day. And we saw how he was so all emotional. frazzled he was yeah. that day. And, you know, he didn't even want to come to the apartment. Michaela says she doesn't know what to do to resolve her wrong. And he's saying that I'm not saying that you were wrong. And so she's like, okay, so what can I do to make it right? And, you know, how long is it going to be till we're good? And Zach says, I don't know. She doesn't necessarily have to reconcile anything. Yeah. That's okay. Like, you don't always have to have instant answers. Yeah. Like, maybe you need to take a step back because if there's a fundamental difference, it might be too big to overcome and reconcile. Mm -hmm. So then Michaela says she's apologized and she's admitted her wrong. And then again, he's explaining to her that canceling the party out of the blue is what took him over the top and Mm -hmm. pushed him to the limit. And she says she didn't know that that would affect him. And then here comes the waterworks. You know, she might not have canceled it if she knew he was going to be this mad. Or she might have canceled it anyway. (laughs) What? So she's not saying, you know, one thing's wrong or one thing is right, but she's sorry. And Zach, again, is saying, you know, there's not always quick answers. Yeah. He feels literally horrible and he can't fake it. Then they go to an ITM where he's saying he's heartbroken and disappointed that there may be no resolve. And, you know, he's asking her, you know, are you going to stay here tonight? And she's like, yes. And he's like, okay, well, I'm not comfortable, you know, sharing this space. So I'm going to head out. Sounds like he's he's worried like she's going to murder him. She might. <laughs> I want to know what happened to Zach in the past. Like someone came after him with a knife or something. I don't know. but Crazy. So he says he's going to dip. And her being her passive aggressive self, like grabs her glass of wine, like walks past him, goes to the room, slams the door. But, you know... Be devil's advocate, that's the right thing to do is walk away. Because you know she's mad. Yeah. She's upset. So the right thing to do is walk away before she blows up and makes things worse. But I guarantee them fingers were typing. <laughs> she was blowing up on him. On his phone, I bet. Uh, she, he's, she's going to get blocked pretty soon. Well, this is just sad. You know, it's only been two weeks mm-hmm. that they've been married. Um, it sounds like he's already done. He's already given up. He doesn't know how they can get past this. And it's even worse for them because they haven't even been together yeah. for half of that time. So really, they've been together maybe four days, right? five, maybe. So it's just really sad that they've gotten to this point. I know on Unfiltered, Michaela was saying that maybe the having sex too quick Got them mm-hmm. too quickly invested and jumped mm-hmm. the gun before they even knew knew each other. So, and she said she said again he was he lying. Mm-hmm. Was lying. Mm-hmm. I could I could see that too. I could see him saying that and believing it. <laughs> so it's just yeah, this is messy. Yeah, messy, messy, and it's not going to get any better because in the like. Uh, Next time on Married at First Sight, we had Mirla getting a foot rub from Gil. (laughs) Uh, Rachel and Jose doing goat yoga. 
Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Um, Brett saying she's got the warm tinglys. Mm-hmm. So maybe something's happening there. Possibly. Then, like we said, um, Bow and Johnny being happy about something. Mm-hmm. Then, then that's when it turns dark, and they go into Rachel uh, and her cheating. Yeah. And how that happened. She got drunk at girls' night and <laughs> boned some guy. <laughs> I don't think that happened. They're just That's inclined. what she said. She said, and but she didn't say I cheated. She said, just says something like, oh, it's girls' night. Alcohol was involved. And I did something. Like, she yeah. just makes it real generic. I bet you it's something stupid. Like, booked a trip to Europe for us on my credit card. <laughs> I bet you she did something like that. God. I don't think it's cheating. We'll see. Then when yeah. they show Mirla and Gil on a date, they're having a disagreement. Mm-hmm. We see Michaela and Zach fighting some more. And then we see Bao and Johnny also having a pretty heated fight. Yeah. You know, going back to Michaela and Zach, even though Michaela is older, they're both immature when it comes to relationships. And that is playing out right here in front of our eyes this so. is like yeah like high school drama <laughs> early 20s stuff like i'm not talking to you and then i'm gonna blow up and then i'm gonna text you terrible things sorry it is not looking good at all no 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 and which is really sad because remember at the beginning of the season we're like these two are golden nope that's how it always turns out. They couldn't even make it <laughs> together. I know. Oh, well. Well, that's all I have. Are we done with this one? I think that's a wrap on episode eight. All right. Good one. Can't wait for next week. All right, y'all. That was episode eight. Join us next week for episode nine. Should be a good one. Remember to follow us on social on Twitter, we are Cheese McQueens. On Instagram, we are Cheese McQueens Podcast. Uh, subscribe and share and review our podcasts on where you listen to your, what are you listening to right now. Uh, share it. Let people know what you're listening to. Uh, tell your friends. Tell your who else? Enemies. <laughs> your enemies. <laughs> tell your doctor. <laughs> tell your therapist. Don't tell anybody on Reddit, apparently. Yeah, Reddit, they don't like us. That's fine. I don't give a fuck. On that note, (laughs) thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Bye. Laters.